1: In the car before my kids' PTA meeting.
0: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: I never win and tell.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com.
1: Play for free right
0: now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void webred prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: It's time to swarm the 402.
1: Welcome to the Nebraska Hawks. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen,
2: these guys are way past their point, but they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye Heights to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled. Corn Huskers, more like... Corn shuckers. Are you ready for this?
0: Welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye oasis located in a nasty, rotten little Nebraska desert. Today, we are excited to be joined by a friend of the show, one of our favorite all-time Hawkeyes and just frankly, all-time favorite people, University of Northern Iowa Assistant Coach Drew Tate. Mr. Drew Tate, how's it going, man?
2: Going great, Adam. Appreciate you guys having me. Heck yeah, we're we're Go ahead, we're excited
1: well no we're excited, man. We need to have like this breaking news news scroll going across this because we're bringing you on specifically to talk about the exciting new opportunity you 've got in Cedar Falls, drew
2: right on, yeah
1: well,
0: drew Hawkeye fans freaking love you, man, and they love you not just for the the great things you did on the field for us over your time at Iowa, but just how you know you your interaction with the fans, how genuine you are, how you just say what 's on your mind, and people love that about you. Uh, Tell us about this new opportunity, how this came about and just, you know, everything you can, everything you're at liberty to tell us
2: about. Yeah, yeah. Um, Crazy. Um, The coaching world's crazy. Yeah. Um, So but so I was at UT Martin this last fall and I don't know when during the year. I think it was October. Maybe it could have been like early October, maybe late September or something like that. You and I had a quarterback. Um, I think his name was like Mill Mac- Will McEwane or McEwane or something like that. Um, he jumped in the portal, and uh, and so our recruiting guys at Martin liked him, and so they were they're like, "Hey, we're gonna bring in this you and I kid." Um, and we watched it on tape, and he he, he had a good skill set. I mean, you know, he wasn't a big guy, uh, but he was a good athlete. You know, quick release, it looked like. Um, so we brought him in and all that, but we didn't know anything about him or his history. And so my dad. Uh, you know played at you and I and and you know and he's known coach Farley a long time and uh and so I I reached out to my dad and I said hey do you have coach Farley's number I want to reach out to him and just ask him about this quarterback and so I did and then coach Farley responded and then um and then after the season I got a text from coach Farley and just said hey call me and uh and so I called him and we talked about some stuff and things like that and then it was a process. Um, it was, you know, we did a phone interview. Then we did a Zoom interview. And then I met him down in um, San Antonio for the coaching convention. And then from there, it went to one more phone conversation after that. And then, man, I hopped in the car and then came up north. And so, uh, so yeah, it's been – it happened really quick. It happened um, – it just happened crazy like that. And I, and I think that's just how it is. That's how this business works. And, you know, yeah. I'm still getting my feet wet into it and things like that. But – I basically told him, I said, man, I will walk to, uh, to Cedar Falls from Houston, <laughs> Texas uh, to be back. So, um, he trusted me, which is a big deal, um, brought me in. And so, I mean, I'll be able, I'll forever be grateful and in debt to him. And, uh, and I love being around him. You know, you know, people say coach probably is a hard guy to work for, or, you know, he's got a reputation, but you know, he's a winner and, and, um, yeah. works really hard and, and he's really, really smart. And, um, and, and 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 being in the game for as long as I've been in the game, people that are winners, they aren't normal. You know, they just see it differently and they do it differently. Because mm-hmm. it's not it's it's not human nature to wake up and kick ass every single day. That's just That's not human nature. That's a great point. So and he does it and then this program is you know, they were six and five and got into the playoffs. And hell there was eight win teams and nine win teams that didn't get into the playoffs. So, you know, to me that just says nothing but respect for you and I football and the FCS level, and so I could be more happy to be here to be honest. You know, how great
1: is this, Drew? Because you've been – this is about the third time now you've been on with us, and we've been doing these for about a year. But your first interview, you were talking about going back and coaching high school and teaching down in uh, Baytown at the yeah. at, at that time. And now look at this trajectory. We're talking to you, man, and you're back in Cedar Falls after a stop at UT Martin. Right. And, when you, talk, and you talk about success, breed success, but kind of give us a little recap. UT Martin had a heck of a season last year, too. We don't want to downplay – your success as well that got you to this point kind of give us a recap of the season and and uh, and your effect at UT Martin
2: well um yeah uh you know the season we had the best season in school history um we had the 10 wins we had an FCS win a playoff win um the quarterback i coached uh was player of the year in the conference um, so and the coach had been there about 15, 16 years. He'd been there a while, never had a player of the year at quarterback. Um, And, he's, and he was like a quarterback coach, too, you know. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I took a lot of pride in that. I was like, hell, yeah. You know, and then, hell, he gets hurt the last game of our year – couldn't play in the playoffs. And so we get the backup quarterback who who was damn good too. And then we win the first uh, school history playoff game with the backup quarterback. And mm-hmm. so it was, uh, you know, I was like, Holy cow, you know, so we get a, we get a conference ring. We do all that. We set all these school records, you know, a lot of firsts and all that. And so, um, so and that, I think that success is what got coach Farley kind of interested probably on what I had to offer maybe and bring to the table. I, I don't really know. I haven't really talked to him about that, but I mean you guys know how it is. I mean if you have success and you win, you know, then all of a sudden you're popular, right? Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, a year ago no one wanted me. And so um so I think it's really cool and seeing that's the crazy part about and, I, and that was the thing. That's why I was going to stay home and coach high school. I mean, live in Houston, Texas, you know, you know, make pretty good money and have good retirement and all that. It's not a bad life. And so but when my buddy hit me up about that job in Martin, he said, "You know, there's no money, you know, we'll give you a free place to live, you get free Chick-fil-A and cafeteria, you know." And I said, <laughs> I will walk to Martin, Tennessee, um, (laughs) because I wanted to coach college quarterbacks. And so, um, and you know, I would have never got that call from Farley had I gone the high school route. So, um, and then the head coach had told me at Martin, he goes, you just don't know the doors that could open up, you know, and stuff. And then bam, you know, so it happened just the way he said it was going to happen. And, you know, I was blessed and got lucky
0: well chick-fil-a is nothing to scoff at that's some good chicken that's some of the best i've ever had but jerry and i always joke around and jerry gives me a hard time that we always make comments on you know guys that have some epic facial hair and things like that last time we saw you you looked like you could wrestle a grizzly bear to the ground (laughs) with your bare hands you had the flowing hair the luscious beard you look a little more polished up now man
1: like what what happened well, I was
2: in West Tennessee. So if you've never been to West Tennessee, I looked like a local. So we'll, we'll okay. just call it what it is. Uh, no, but it was fun. But, I mean, it was one of those, you know, we had a playoff. It was like, you know, it's like the you know, the hockey, the playoff beer and stuff. Well, hell, we, we lost our first game at Martin, and then we won uh, nine straight, and then we had a bye week in between. So, really, I went 10 weeks without – I was like, well, I'll just keep it. So we went 10 yeah. weeks, and then I would – and then the long hair came about because I was coaching in the FCF, the Fan Control Football League, last yeah. January through March – but I lived in a bubble. So we, you know, cause of the COVID. So there was no, you know, we couldn't leave and get a haircut or anything like that. So I was like, ah, we'll just let it go. You know, it already went three months and so let it grow for a year and did that. And then my dad said, you better cut your hair and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm <laughs> not cutting it, whatever. So then he gave me his credit card. He's like, no, go, go get a haircut, shave your face, go buy some clothes and then go to Iowa. I said, okay.
1: <laughs> but oh. no,
2: and, and it's, and, and see my dad's from Iowa too. And so, he and Coach Farley, like I said, have known each other, and they're very similar. And so, when I got up here, Coach Farley said, "Yeah, you know, you never get a second chance to make a first impression." I said, "Coach, that's what my dad says all the time." I said, "That's why he wanted me to get a haircut and buy all these clothes and stuff like that." So, awesome. there you go.
1: Oh, that's that is awesome, Drew. But you know, I, I am gonna—I'm not gonna lie to you—we're in the throes of January right now. You sure you wanted to trade in that warm weather for Cedar Falls? That's got to—that's got to say something about how excited you are about this opportunity.
2: Hell yeah! I mean. <laughs> It was, I think I got So I left Houston at 75 degrees, started driving North and then just that the temperature kept going South on me <laughs> as I kept going North, but um, no, it's uh it's phenomenal. And like, I don't care. I, I love, I love, I love Iowa. And I love football in Iowa because football is a big deal to Iowans and yeah. the, the, the quality of player that you coach in this region. Um, is just second to none in my opinion. It's there. Kids are just built different here, and I have a lot of respect for them. So, I'm just excited just to be here and be around that the program and the, just that kind of mindset with these kids here and these coaches. Well, that's well
0: said. And, and I got to tell you, too, Drew, got my UNI t shirt ordered already. We're all in, man. We're supporting you 100%. So we want to know, what's. tell us about the new digs, man. You got the new office here. Tell us about the the, the new facilities, everything you've gotten to see, because you're getting to see a lot of new stuff now. What What's it like in the new facilities? Have you been able to find a place to live? you know bring us in uh in your situation
2: so um well i just went and looked at a duplex three minutes down the road from the you know from the dome here so i'm hoping okay. I'm to that so like i'm staying with one of my dad's buddies right now because my dad like i said went to college here so one of his buddies still lives here so he said man you can come and stay here as long as you want you know just awesome um just you know awesome guy uh john aldridge i know y'all know him but he's yeah. kind of a a local hero around here and hangs out in the football office and he and Farley are close. Cause he played ball here too. Um, so there's that. Like I'd never been to Cedar falls before. So this, the Unidome is awesome. I mean, it's awesome. You're indoors. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, Cedar falls is actually a, a great town. I, I'm really enjoying it so far and Waterloo's nice too. And, and I guess they're renovating Waterloo a lot downtown and renovating buildings and, 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 you know, picking it back up a little bit. So, I mean, the area is awesome. Um, let's see the, Oh, and we went to, a, we had recruits in this last weekend. And uh, so we went to a basketball game here and man, they're, it's not as big as Carver, but it's way nicer than Carver. I thought like, I mean, it's yeah. nice in this McCloud center. Um So, I mean, it's just awesome right now. It's, it's just, it's exciting. Um it's Just, yeah, it's a blessing to be here and then be around these people. Like I said, so uh, still, you know, I'm still trying to figure out my way around just the Unidome on which way, where do I park and how do I get here and get there? And, because it's not like you know. Usually, I go out and I walk around to figure out my bearings. Well, it's too damn cold for that right now. So yeah, they say it's going to take me a little hunker.
1: yeah Hey, Adam, I don't. I just looked this up. We, had, you know, this we threw this together kind of quickly, but November nineteenth, Saturday of this year, Northern Iowa at South Dakota in Vermillion. That's Ooh, only that's only a stone's throw from us, man. I, that's still, close to I'm in some Northern Iowa football out here. There you go. Yeah,
2: come up and check us out. All All right, right. we got uh, got a couple
1: ex Hawkeyes up, assistant coaches up at South Dakota USD. Uh, Abdul Hodge is up there. We had him on here not long ago. So it's always fun catching up with you, ex Hawkeyes, as you uh, work your way up through the coaching ranks. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's cool. It's unique. I
0: I really want to invite you if we go down. I'm like, Drew, come to the tailgate, but I know you can't. And I have to accept (laughs) that fact. You got work to do that day and you can't socialize with us. So we totally understand. So Yeah, it's like we we get it, man. We get it. Um, so when you're making the move, Drew, are you flying solo? Any pets? Got it? You know, bringing a girlfriend with, or are you are you flying solo down there right now? I'm not
2: flying solo, man. I always fly <laughs> under 200 feet. Okay. Uh, I'm always under. They ain't gonna see me on them screens. So no. Okay. Uh, but uh, okay. yeah, it, it, and that, you know that's why it was easy to ma- to make this decision to try Martin and to try this because I mean yeah. I just pack up my car and then go. You know, and I don't have anyone or anything to worry about. So that that part's pretty easy, to be honest with you.
0: We had a few of our female listeners reach out last time, and they're like, does Drew have a girlfriend? Is he married? Because he looks even better now than he did in college. And I said, I don't know. Ask Drew. I'm not his booking agent when it comes to dates, okay?
2: (laughs) No. Yeah, well, bless their hearts. Maybe we'll
0: see. We'll see him down the
1: road. I don't know. Like, hey, you got good taste. He's an awesome dude. But – (laughs) <laughs> all right guys so anyway when we get back to uh the football thing here adam but anyway we uh drew when you're looking through this you said right now you're not really too defined as far as the job rule goes what are you hoping for then are you hoping for quarterbacks or are you just um, like, what are you thinking yeah, the yeah
2: that's my you know that's 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 kind of what i do um i've always felt like a specialist in that area a little bit just because i played it for 27 years I, my dad played it i grew up um watching quarterbacks with him and So, I mean, it's just all it's all I've ever done. Um, But, you know, I coached on defense um, and then like in the spring league, I coached in different positions. So really, it's just perfecting your craft as a coach. And then, you know, um, there's no ability like availability. So, you know, and it just makes you just more dynamic as a coach and just your 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 knowledge of the game, you know. So but I, I might be coaching tight ends. I hope I'm coaching tight ends, to be honest with you, because I love tight ends. I just love. They're like kale. You can do so much with them, you know. Like, seriously, and, uh, and they're so dynamic. They're hybrids. They do a lot, and, and they're usually just phenomenal people. When I coached tight ends in that FCF, um, I mean, they were just great. It was just a great group of guys, you know. And so, you know, they're not they're not really like pretty boys. They're not DBs and receivers, you know, or anything like that. They're not really dramatic. They're they're all they got a block at the line of scrimmage, so it takes you know. Takes a little shit to have, you know, to be able to do that, and then have to go run routes, you know, off safeties and linebackers and things like that. So yeah. I think it'd be cool. But like I told Coach Farley, I said I just want a chair in your building, and you know, wherever you see me best suited, you know, I'll crush that role. And away we go.
1: Yeah, you said you sound like so excited about it, like you'd be ready to serve Gatorade if you had to just for the opportunity. But uh you know, we know you're bound for greater things than that. But it's just it's great to hear you excited, man. You can tell you got life to you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's exciting. It's awesome. Like being back here, it's uh and I and I'm not a social media guy, but then I people were telling me to put the you and I thing on my Twitter, and so I did, and then you know, seeing it what everyone was saying, I was like, Jesus, okay, here we go. That's
0: yeah, it's, if any if you ever question whether people still care about you, that right there was like you know, exhibit A. They were like, <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah, like 100 percent behind you. Now, Drew, I know like you're you're really caught up obviously with coaching during the season, and I don't know how much Iowa football, you were able to watch. You said it's little bits here and there because you're so busy, but that's really the one piece with you being a quarterback expert. Where um, this season, most people kind of feel like we were missing it in the quarterback area. That was the one part of the part of the team that wasn't as strong as, as what it needed to be for us to be as successful as we could be. Uh, how much of that position at Iowa have you been able to watch in the last year, if any, and what are you seeing as someone that's worked with quarterbacks for so long? Uh,
2: yeah. You know, that, you know, it, it, and I, you know, I feel bad for the kid too, a little bit Petrus. Um, But yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you, you can do your job, be a, be a good quarterback, you know, and if you're not okay, next guy in, I mean, but well, I'm not saying that he's not good or anything like that, but you know, um, it just seems watching that you know we they could get more out of the position, and like I said, he's still growing and learning too you know so yeah. it's not it's not you know it's not like there's not it's hard to just walk in at the University of Iowa and just be a stud quarterback by the way it, it, if it was easy you, you you would it would happen more you know um just the only thing that I see you know just just going you know that just jumps off I mean you look at the best seasons that Iowas had, the quarterback position usually those guys can move around a little bit. You know, yeah. so, but again, that's just not his game and that's okay. You know, it's not Iowa's game to go out and score 40 points a game either. You know, that's just not who they are. And so they just, they are who they are and they just try to be really good at what they do and who they are. And, and that's just, that's, that's Iowa football. Um, yeah. But um, I'm, 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 you know, it sounds like coach Ferrance is looking to try to get more competition at the position. It sounds like, and so, you know, competition brings out the best in everyone. And if it doesn't, well, then guess what? They ain't fit for the job anyways. And they need to go. So, you know, and, and I know they had a guy transfer out, um, and stuff like that. Um, you know, that's, you know, I'm not in that building. I don't really know. Uh, and I hate really just talking on, on, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. that yeah. I don't Really know about, but, you asked, and it's just from something, watching it on TV, it's just, you know, man, if they could just, if the quarterback position could just elevate it just a little bit more, you know, now they're winning, they're playing in the Big Ten Championship every year, they're winning the West every year, no yeah, doubt, yeah, you know, yeah. so, and then, you know, what does that do for recruiting, what does that do from a national standpoint, where does that put you, and you know, because it's about getting in the playoffs, it's about yeah. winning the Big Ten and getting in the playoffs, and, and I mean, they hadn't done that in a while, you know, so, but it's, you know they're they're going to be fine. They got great coaches. They got great kids and, 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 you know, they have the best leader, you know? So, um, so they'll, they'll be fine. So,
1: so Drew, kind of going from
0: you. Do you hear that? (laughs) I I got construction going on at my house. We have a bathroom renovation upstairs. So when we bought this house about two and a half years ago, I told my wife, I said, I lived in some dumps in college. And mm. had some bad bathrooms. This is the worst, like by far. <laughs> so, obviously, when you do reno, you only have so much of a budget. Our bathroom got put on the back burner, and now it's finally getting done. So, I'm sorry <laughs> if you hear construction
1: noises. And- <laughs> but, um, you know, Drew, going back to the concept on the Iowa quarterbacks, you know, from your experience when you played at Iowa – There was comparisons between, you know, Ken O'Keefe to Greg Davis to um, now Brian Ferentz. And the numbers are all very similar. So, I mean, how much of this, too, is having a quarterback that plays within the constraints of the expected offense? My assumption as a fan off that is that maybe Kirk is the one saying we don't want to beat ourselves and maybe a more conservative approach. And I mean, is that could that be any kind of a factor that these guys are facing, um, you know, is trying to. Trying to play within the system that's expected?
2: Yeah, I think that's what it is. You know, um, Iowa's Iowa. Um, and like, that's just, yeah, you know, and and, and Brian is is pretty much Coach Farrant. I mean, his dad, you know, um, mm-hmm. I think philosophy wise um, and just how they see the game and how they operate and, and, you know, and how they game plan. Coach O'Keefe is back there, so they were able to do all that together. Um, and then Greg Davis was really similar. To he was at Texas, you know. Mm-hmm. Texas wasn't really sexy when when Greg Davis was there. When they won a the national championship, they just had really good players. They had Vince Young; he was the best athlete on the field, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and then they had Colt McCoy, right? Great player. Um, so they had really good players at Texas. So you know, to do that, it's just. Um, it's just different, you know, obviously with Iowa. That's just uh you know, and, and but Texas I would say is more sexy the name is and everything about it than Iowa. was just hit you in the mouth. It's it's like Coach Farley here, you know, and you and I it's just line up and hit you in the mouth, is it outwork you and, and out hit you, you know, and uh and so that that's Iowa. And and I think that's just really the culture of the state, you know, the farming mindset, the 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 wrestling mindset. You know, you put all the I mean that's that that's big here in Iowa and so that's why Iowa is who they are. I think. Well, guys, I finally
0: uh, figured out I'm a slow learner. Like I always say, if I mute the mic when I'm not talking, you guys can't hear those noises. So that's, a, <laughs> that's what I'm going to have to do going forward. Now, Drew, you probably don't know a lot about this with being new to town, but um, the really big movie out right now that everyone's talking about is the Kurt Warner movie featuring, you know, played at UNI and the whole entire thing. Is there any sort of buzz or anything like that you've heard on campus? Because that is something that could can't really, I would think, not hurt recruiting at all.
2: No, I'm sure that's a great thing. But let me let me turn the let me turn and ask my man Dalton here. Is there anybody <laughs> around, uh, uh campus? With Kurt so Martin? we we actually got to see it
0: before anybody else did. Oh, cool. That's Dang. cool. We
2: had a cool preview right before we all went
0: home for winter break, and so we all went to the movie theater and saw it as a football team. It was actually a really good
2: movie. It was a it
1: was great. <laughs> all, right, all right, Drew. You got an, who's the wingman back there? We got Dalton, but uh, th- th- let's give a little background on this guy because we found out yeah. before the interview.
2: IT guy extraordinaire. <laughs>
1: no, he's IT.
2: He's recruiting. He is DFO. He is GA defensive coordinator. How is this guy? He's running great. his
0: own program at this point. I mean, clearly <laughs> He's
2: got a lot of freaking tools.
0: He, he can oh, No, out. no, but he's the
2: guy. He's the guy. He, he's, uh, he's 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 going to graduate in December or no in, in May. So okay. He's got, he, see, and he's taking eighteen credits right now, and wow. he's and he's uh, he's everything. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> No, I'm learning. He's, he's teaching me everything. He's really – he's been great with me and helping me, show me awesome. around and doing everything. And, you know, he, he's from outside of Kansas City, Overland Park. Yeah. Overland Park. Okay. Um, his brother played football here um, last year. Yeah, it was two, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. It was a D-end. Um, so that's how I guess he got up here, he said. And so uh, he loves ball. He wants to coach. And he's got a great attitude and he wants to help. So I said, man, you got a bright future. And he knows – all of this computer stuff better than anyone. And so, and I don't know anything about computers, but, you know, apparently the more you know about computers, the better the better coach you're going to be. So, Well, back uh,
0: like when you came up, Drew, and like, you know, you're, you're pretty close to my age is none of this stuff existed. Like we didn't have to deal with this stuff. I, I had to take a crash course on myself to try to get it all figured out. So you're doing a pretty damn good job though.
2: Slowly, slowly. It's a, it, it's a slow process, you know, but it's, uh, you know, be patient, trust process. That's what yeah. we tell the kids, right? So yeah.
1: yeah. So, Drew, just the last thing I'm going to throw at you from my standpoint is, uh, you know, to tell you how much beloved you still are is, you know, Alex Padilla comes in this year, gets some playing time. He's more mobile quarterback, you know, rolling out, towel around the ways, flapping in the wind, you know, as he's running around everything else and, who did everybody say that looked like and reminded him of? It was he, they reminded he reminded him of another Drew Tate. Was the comparison that? we kept hearing about in the media? Man, you're you're still at the forefront of you know even this time later, 15, 16 years later, you're still at the, you know you're still well uh, well liked and well remembered with the uh, and with that, the, and that the just fans.
2: says yeah, I think that just says you know what kind of um you know what kind of fans Iowa fans are and you know and what football means to them. You know that the whole reason why the I was reason. saying. I was ha- so happy to come back here and just be in the state and be around these people and and being here and to be able to coach football here. It's just it's amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, you and I as a program, even obviously before you got there, the Hawkeye fans like to see be successful. They've always done it the right way. They run a very respectable program mm-hmm. and they're just it's a it's a great place to be. So we're super excited for you, Drew. And, again, just like last time, we wish you nothing but the best. We're behind you 100%. I think you might see a couple of middle-aged guys out in the crowd at the South Dakota game rooting you on and, and supporting you this year. So, man, just uh, keep in touch, as always, and, and, you know, continued luck and success going forward.
2: Appreciate it. No, thank you, guys. And anytime you, I can help do you guys, anything, or if I can get, try to get tickets for you guys up in uh, Vermilion, Holler at me.
0: You shouldn't have told Jerry that. He's going, go, hey, Drew, hook us up,
2: man. We want luxury, sweet tickets.
1: <laughs> this guy wants 25 tickets for the home that came in for
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can find some. I don't know. <laughs> All, All right, did,
1: man. Drew. Drew, thanks for being a great friend to our show.
2: Yeah, thank you. All right, thanks, Drew.
0: All right, we'll talk to you later, man. All right, All right go Panthers.
1: Go Panthers. Go Hawks. <laughs>